0: Expanded Universe, Season 19, Episode 4, Most Tavern, the book, Lando Calrissian and the Mind Harp of Sharu by L. Neil Smith, the year 1983, Chapter 7 and 8, with your hosts Jeff and John. Let's go. <laughs> So here's the thought I just had, John. You know the British people call sprinkles something other than sprinkles? Yes. Yeah, they call them hundreds and thousands. Yes, indeed. Yeah, and I've been wondering, I feel like this is a rare situation where I think there's a clear winner in who calls a a, a regional food by by its name. Uh Uh-huh. And the reason for that is because earlier today... We watched the How It's Made episode, Sprinkles, my daughter and I. Uh-huh. And, you know, he's just been like, hundreds and thousands are made by, by starch and sugar and shit and like that. You know, it's just fucking crazy. It's nuts. But the whole time, it's the whole time Sage is going, those are sprinkles. And what, why does he keep saying numbers? And that's not what I mean. What I mean was later, she found a single sprinkle on the floor. One, like a single green sprinkle. And I thought, well, I can easily identify what that is and call it by its name. It's a sprinkle. But if I had to call it a hundred and thousand, I would be disappointed i feel like that would be the wrong thing for me to say so i feel like we definitely won by having one that could be singularized when it needs to be uh-huh yeah would you agree sure yeah how are you i'm doing great okay what fucking show is this expounded <laughs> Six- universe and welcome to it <laughs> uh... <laughs> whatever we need to fill time these two chapters didn't have that much in them no but i did Oh, okay. You had a lot in these two chapters? I, no, I had a lot in me. Oh, okay. You've got a couple of honks in you? I got hundreds and thousands. <laughs> yeah, that's right, baby. Mm, nothing but a big bowl of sprinkle for dinner. Mm, one big sprinkle. How would th- I feel like that's the next thing that people need to do on the Instagram or TikTok challenges to just eat a big fucking bowl of sprinkles. Yeah, sure. Just that, just just sprinkle. that sounds like dumb shit idiots yeah, would do on the internet. stupid Crap that people could do on the internet instead of like I don't know, pretending to rob a bank or throwing pies at people or whatever the fuck they do on those channels. When they're like, you have to mash the like and subscribe buttons. I'm gonna rob this bank. They'll know it's a prank, bro, because I'm a YouTuber. Uh, you have a very hmm. weird perspective on what happens. That's a real thing that internet. actually happened. I know, but like that—that that is a widespread thing. <laughs> But, it, but you know, it, it's weird that it happened once. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so anyway, yeah, this is Expounded Universe. We are still discussing Lando Calrissian and the Mind Harp of Sharu, which we have yet to encounter. But by God, when we get there, I bet it'll be weird. I bet I'm going to absolutely love and enjoy the Mind Harp. I'm going to go ahead and venture a half-remembered guess, because I do not remember that much about reading these books, that it's just a bigger version of the key. Just, really? You know, that the key is just like... I was hoping it would be a bigger version of a nose harp. <laughs> it's a big old nose harp. Yeah, this is a Mind like, Harp. I'm not going to play that. It'll mess with my mustache. <laughs> fluffy Raw, play that. I regret to inform you, Master, that I have no nose. Well, that's fine. It's a Mind Harp. Well, then let me ask you this, my friendly, fluffy cyberbot how do you smell Uh, 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 (laughs) as my masters made me not at all. (laughs) So, uh, so yeah, we, uh, we last left our hero (laughs) in a extremely Chandler esque moment as a man with a gun burst into the bar. (laughs) Remember that? It was just like, yeah, yeah. We, uh, he was hanging out that bar. He had just encountered the weirdo shaman of the Toka. Moe's. Yeah. Moe's was like, Hey, uh, turns out that you are the the key master, and I am the, the gatekeeper. We gotta get these two together. <laughs> Don't try to Ghostbusters this. Uh, this predates Ghostbusters. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they, he, uh, he's the uh, bearer. He's the key bearer, and I guess that means he's the that, key bear. Yeah, he's the key bear. <laughs> Honk. he's the main bear in the area you got to know this guy if you want to pull any other water with like other heavy cool looking gay dudes uh if you want to make friends with the bears who in wants scene. to pull water huh? <laughs> is pulling water a thing i feel like it is is that is that a phrase i just made up it might be <laughs> i don't know i've never heard anyone say pull water <laughs> Sure you have. Just once. Just how? Just, just once. And it's weird that it happened. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it turns out that Lando is the key the uh, key master or the key bearer and that Buffy Raw, just by pr- uh, dint of being here, must be his fateful emissary. Yes. Uh, and that's what Mose had to say right before a man burst in and was like, time to die, spaceman. Hey, spaceman. Mm hmm. And He's like, dude, we're all spacemen. It's the Star Wars times. Everyone's in space. <laughs> People are always going in and out of space. There's like buses you can take. <laughs> I take space bus. <laughs> it's not weird that I've been to space. <laughs> no one thinks that's weird. What a weird thing for you to say. And the guy was like, "Oh shit, can I go back out and try come in and try again?" Yeah. <laughs> hey there, recently in spaceman. Ah! No, that sounds worse. I'm gonna, uh, you know, I'm just gonna say, "Hey, Lando." <laughs> Hey g- ga- gambler guy. <laughs> hey gamble man. <laughs> Go gamble man. I like that one. I'm okay with that. <laughs> hey Mr. Gambleman. In fact, gamble start, me banana. Start calling me Lando Gamble <laughs>
1: Anyway,
0: I, I am Lando Gambleman. <laughs> Lando Gambleman. That's his perfect name, just like how uh, the Star Wars in general was written by Jonathan Star Wars. Indeed. Yeah. But anyway, this guy, as it turns out, is uh, a fellow by the name of Jandler. Yeah, Mr. Jandler. Mr. Jandler. And we know that because the moment he bursts in with a gun, uh, the bartender, is who's a robot, we've got to make that clear, it's a droid bartender, this is a the, the spacer bar, the this, the uh, bartender's like, hey, you know, you've already been kicked out of here a bunch of times. You're not, you know you're not allowed to be in here. That's It's against the rules, you got to go. And uh, at this point, Lando's like, well, I, I might as well enjoy the show. Because the dude's like, shut up, droid. I don't have to take that shit from you. That's the guy, he says, looking at Lando, who brought a droid into a mining bar. Yeah, my buddy told me this guy was being all st- stupid or something. I don't know. Well, he's really mad that Lando is wandering around with a droid. Because he basically has one of those, like, his droid is going around taking all the jobs. <laughs> These like, droids lines. shooting yeah. up all the jobs. <laughs> he literally is is basically accusing this this super complicated robot that Lando has, uh, who has done nothing, oh, as far yeah. as we can tell. Like, the most work Vuffy-Raw has done to this point was he carried Lando's luggage once. It's so weird that he's like, "This fucking droids are taking jabs. And I'm like, this is very clearly, like, some dude's weird personal droid. This isn't yeah. like... Ah, oh, Lando showed up with a mining droid specifically. It's was yeah. like, this is some weird fucking alien droid. It does weird shit. Look at it. It doesn't mine. It doesn't do bartending. It's a It's a pentagonally, radially symmetrical robo starfish man. Yeah. It's not a regular, with a big gem for a face. It's not your regular droid. This dude is closer to a Pokemon than mm. it is a fucking miner. So <laughs> I don't know what your deal is. He brought any robot at all into any establishment, but... Ultimately, uh, yeah, he, he was like, hey, shut up, you droid, because this guy brought another droid in here, and now the bartender's like, oh, well, that's that's quite speciesist of you. What? Look, <laughs> you <laughs> lost this bar that you used to own yeah. to another dude in a, apparently lost it in a gambling bet? I love this kind of conversation that they have, by the way, where this dude's wildly waving a gun back and forth between the bartender and Lando, and the bartender's just calmly explaining his backstory for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Listen here, you, who, this, you man who lost this bar in a gambling bet with a different man who didn't hate droids the way you hate droids, and then he sold the bar to me a droid, so I own the bar, and you hate that because you're racist against droids man my man my dude (laughs) and then lando's got to be like dude you just thought i was weird for being in space your story is crazy (laughs) uh but yeah lando is just like not even doing anything he's kind of like cool dude Mm -hmm. you know you could just fuck chill out right my man yeah like he's he's basically like well if i die i die but i might as well at least figure out what's going on while while it's happening so he's like getting a measure of this guy and trying to get a read there's a point where the bartender comes stomping over to try and intervene and lando's like well i guess he's gonna shoot one of us he hopefully he'll shoot the bartender oh yeah because he's like oh i just noticed this guy has a decent taste in clothes yeah he's like fastidious and he's like well i guess he doesn't want to mess up the place he seems to have yeah, A high sense of aesthetics. Hopefully he'll shoot the droid because it won't be as messy, and he seems to care about that sort of thing. <laughs> I really wanted the droid to, like, subtly pick up on the cue and be like, now be careful not to shoot me, Chandler. You know I'm 90% paintballs. <laughs> you know that if something goes wrong with my circuitry, I explode in oil. You know I was built by Gallagher. It's best not to attack me. <laughs> Uh, Lando quietly pulling up a big plastic sheet. <laughs> I I am absolutely loving the image of like camera shifts to droid. You know, I was built by Gallagher. Shifts over and then just very suddenly he is wearing a full poncho. Is and Lando everyone in the bar around the scene? Is pulling up these plastic sheets. <laughs> Just absolute, full, clear plastic poncho. Everyone was not wearing one, and then within a second is. And then the man's like, who's Gallagher? It's 1983. I don't get that reference. Oh, please. Gallagher's been around forever. Well, see, I think, he's, I think it was like an 80s thing, but is he a late 70s thing, too? Okay. Maybe I'm mistaking him for his weirdy, weirder brother, Gallagher 2. Yeah, Gallagher 2 was later yeah. when he stole Gallagher 1's deal. <laughs> And name and haircut and big watermelon hammer. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like there. It's about time for a deep dive retrospective on what the fuck was up with Gallagher. You know, like some because it's so far in the past now that it's just sort of all people remember is the watermelon smashing. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the things where like even Gallagher Two, who was around later than standard Gallagher, yeah, is still like uh, ephemera. It's turned into ephemera. Yeah. Like, you kept that name going for slightly longer than it would have been, but even that did not reach within the last 20 years. Yeah, and I think you and I both have kind of an affinity for ephemera. Yeah. Where we just want to talk about shit that happened that people are like, wait, that happened? And that's why you'll join us on our new podcast, Affinity for Ephemera. (laughs) I'm surprised we're not just going to call it like ephemera mastery, which is just so on brand. Never. Never. Cause I like I, I just got this this uh, original this old poster for my for uh, our garage space of the Ewoks and the Marauders of Endor mm-hmm. uh, movie from the that's the theatrical release name for Battle of Endor and i was showing it to my dad and he was like why would you want that why wouldn't why wouldn't you want a star wars poster instead of a tv movie picture of wilford brimley and i was like because it's stupid you don't get the things i like are the parts of things that suck and are stupid and were rightly forgotten that's I, my favorite i like things that are bad and <laughs> dumb i like being able to point th- to things and be like this fucking happened look at this You might not remember it. You buried this. This This fucking happened. Sure as shit, there was a Batman-flavored cereal. Dude, of course there was. (laughs) I had that, and it was... Tasted like Batman. I mean, it was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. No, why would you? That'd be a weird thing to lie about. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I lied. I was lying. Batman cereal's terrible. (laughs) J'accuse! No, I remember Batman cereal being like... Kind of the consistency of like Cap'n Crunch. Mm, yeah, pretty much. It's that it's that same puffed oat shit that they used for every branded cereal in the eighties. That puffed oat shit. Exactly the same as uh, Crispy Critters or the the Mario and Zelda cereals. They're all the same shit. Even C three POs, I believe, were the same. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, wow, Gallagher started his comedy career in nineteen sixty nine. Motherfucker! Wow. Okay. Yeah, dude. Well, I guess we're doing it. This is the deep dive All on right, Gallagher. All right, here we go. Fuck no, this I, book. Never mind, L. <laughs> Neil Smith. <laughs> fuck your book. Fuck everything. This is a Gallagher podcast now. It's not even about ephemera. This is the Gallagher podcast. The definitive Gallagher podcast. And we're going to do the whole thing like a true po- crime podcast. We're going to interview people <laughs> who knew him. The year was 1969. <laughs> and in a small town in Missouri, a young fellow by the name of Gallagher was just getting started. Did he kill 26 people? No one can say for sure. One thing that can be said for sure, he hated watermelons. And he killed twenty-six people. <laughs> Coming up next, an interview with a person in town who described him as a quiet man who kept to himself. <laughs> I'm sure you'll want to stick around, but first thirty-five ads in a row. <laughs> Y'all ever seen these stamps? <laughs> How y'all doing for VPNs? Cause NordVPN motherfucks. Huh? You want a VPN while you played Raid Shadow Legends? <laughs> Raid Shadow Legends hits different if you're playing it in Pretend <laughs> Taiwan. Wow. Uh, Can't even see the rails from here. Star Wars, though, am I right? <laughs> No, we went off a couple of tangents. <laughs> we went, we really spiraled <laughs> out of control for a minute there. Uh, so Jandler's mad. He keeps going back and forth and back and forth. And the, it, there's this whole big fight between him and the the robot bartender. Lando's just trying to stay out of it. Eventually, uh, it feels like it's going to boil to a head, and Jandler's about to do something. So Lando has a brilliant plan to just yell, Get him, wuffy Raw. <laughs> yeah, which, I mean, it's a great plan because he's like, Okay, this guy's like got his attention switching between different things. He managed to like uh clonk the bartender on the dome and yes. be like, get the fuck out of the way. Yeah, he like dented his head. He had like a transparent d- uh dome f- head. For I don't know, maybe there's a pop bubble in there. Or something. Yeah. You never know why this guy did. Maybe people wanted to see his brain. Maybe he was like a phone built in the 80s. Yeah, he's yeah. one of those. Yeah. <laughs> but then he's like, ah, now I'll get you. And he's like, get him, Buffy Raw. And of course, Buffy's like, what? What? <laughs> but, you know, Jandler doesn't know that. And he's like, ah! He, I mean, Lando mostly just got real lucky that he didn't get his expensive-ass droid shot in the process. But he... I mean, he doesn't give a fuck about that droid. He, no, doesn't, he doesn't know give if a fuck it's about... expensive or anything <laughs> and true. does not care. He's been really weirdly nonchalant about how cool Vuffy Ra is. But anyway, he he kind of kicks a chair over towards the dented bartender, who just immediately picks it up and hits Jandler in the back of the head so hard that he falls unconscious immediately. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, then Lando's like, great, I'm glad some droids aren't po- uh, programmed for total non-violence. Like, shooting a pointed glance at Buffy Raw. And the bartender's like, he's only programmed for violence if he violence is dealt to him. And I'm like, dude, don't switch to the third person right now. It took me three reads of this page to figure out you're talking about yourself. I was like, did he have another bartender? What the fuck? No, I thought he was talking about Buffy Raw, where he's like, oh, he's only programmed not to start violence. No, Buffy Raw is... Pure pacifism. You can kick him if you want. And and you will. He's like Jesus in that regard. You can kick Jesus. Kick him to the curb, what I always say. (laughs) Kids, there's someone else who kicked Jesus. Spins chair around. (laughs) Spins hat around. Spins shoes around. (laughs) Turns beat around. (laughs) Turns it upside down. (laughs) Yeah, but so anyway, the bartender's talking about himself. He's just, just like thing around flip it and reverse it (laughs) the bartender is programmed for self-defense only so someone else has to take the first swing that said he does try to kick after he pistol whips the top of the droid's head he tries to kick it and he gets hurt he like breaks his own toe because he just had to kick a fucking metal man yeah and buffy raw's like you probably should not try to kick droids don't kick droids my dude (laughs) That was right before get him fluffy raw. Yeah, but anyway, now the dude's unconscious, and uh, the the bartender has a couple of more menial like house droids. But of of course, the big thing here is everyone's like, "Yay, Lando's a hero!" I'm like, <laughs> and even he is like, "Man, I did. I sat in my chair this whole time. Yeah, I did nothing. No credit for droids." But everyone's like. Hey, good job. And he's like, thank you. I did do a good job. <laughs> well, luckily he gets his comeuppance for for uh, claiming this droid credit, even as they fight back against anti-droid racism. Because Moe's, who'd just been sitting quietly through this whole exchange as well at the table, has grabbed the key and made a, a dash for it. Yeah, now that he's like, ooh, this guy's not looking. I'm taking this shit and I'm out. I want to be the key bearer. <laughs> I'm going to be the key guy. I still, I'm. I mean, we'll get to it. I've, I've, I haven't I've read this in so long that I've forgotten all the twists and turns. I just remembered how rad. Good. W- That's good. I just remember how rad Buffy Raw is. But we'll get to my, my question in a second. I just want you to know that my question is genuine, that I'm not just leading the witnesses, so to speak. Uh, anyway, he, cha- he sees Moe's leaving through a back door and is like, nope, fuck that, and goes after him. Well, yeah, we had that you know, same place that he came in through. There's just sort of a little gray curtain leading into the back room. Yeah. And he just sees Moe's going into the back and he's like, ah, that, 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 that. I would have liked it even like, you know what? Now it's Roker, get problem. Yeah. <laughs> okay. just Go back Peace. to the wizard and be like, turns out some asshole stole the key. Yeah. I had the key. I had, I uh, used it to locate a toka and then he took it. I don't know. Maybe find him. Uh, it's <laughs> up to you now. <laughs> I leave it in your weird wizardly hands. Okay. You're, your capably sparkle hands. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, he chases down Moe's cause Moe's is pretty quick for a spry, but he's also so bent over that he's like looking at the ground. Thing is, Moe's absolutely just gives Lando a thrashing here. Cause the second he comes after him, he's like, Hey, you gets punched in the yeah. face. Ow, and then gets punched in the dick and he's like, Fucking oh god. Except that as much as, as mose is putting up a real serious shamble fight, he's old and weak, and so he's like hits Lando in the face as Lando's like, Ow, that's like if a toddler hit me in the face. No way, man. Lando <laughs> gets a shit pushed in. Sure, but he just grabs Mose and holds on, and he's like, I don't want to hurt this guy. He's like a million years old. I'm just gonna kinda hold him till he <laughs> calms My favorite down. part is he's like, dude, punch me in the face. Need me in the crotch. Mm. I almost threw up and I've barely got a hold of him now. And I'm still and he's still just like, Oh, but I can't hurt this guy. He's so old. He's so old, I don't want to hurt him. So he's just like, dude, I thought I was the key master. What are you doing? And Mose doesn't really try to answer, he just tries to get away, but he can't. He's too weak to break Lando's hold. He's trying biting and flailing around. Oh, I mean he smacks him upside the head with the key. Yeah. And Lando's just like, come on, man. come Fucking, all right, come on, no. And finally, after the fight goes on for long enough, he does look up to the bartender at one point. He's like, hey, you helped me last time. And the bartender's like, yeah, there was a gun pointed at me last time. You're on your own, human. (laughs) He's like, eh, you look like you've got this, and also that you could use the practice. Because you're having a real hard time holding down that real old guy. Yeah, I'm not in the business of beating up really old men. Wink, wink. Uh, So I'm just going to leave this one to you. I have to say wink. I don't have working eyes. (laughs) eventually Lando kind of just gets Moses head and conks it on the floor once, which causes him to just kind of go like, yeah, like a passive dog. Yeah, just dunk. <laughs> Grabs the key and he's like, what the shit, man? I'm going to keep this from now on, okay? that's This is my right, key. My I'm the key bearer. Buddy. And he, buddy. like, stands up and reaches his hand down. He's like, come on, buddy. Yeah, and Moses is like, uh, well, thou shalt kill me now, for I have failed thee. <laughs> it is thy privilege and... I honor to kill me. Yeah, he's very the thouish, And I love that even Lando's like, this guy's talking like an old timey guy. Well, yeah, we already established that last episode that the Toka language is basically Shakespearean. <laughs> Which is so dumb. But what are you gonna do? Um anyway, he he uh he's like, Look, just don't try to get my key away, and we'll be okay from now on, okay, pal? Now now do whatever it is you're supposed to do for the key bearer and his emissary, huh? Uh? Huh? Hey, Vuffy, why don't you go find me a cab or something so we can get back to the Falcon? <laughs> I love how Buffy Raw has been playing I Am a Droid this whole time, where he's just like, Hey, Buffy, what do you think of this? And he's like, sir, that does not make sense because it contains a metaphor or simile. I do not understand those. And then finally, Lando dro- notices he drops the act when he's like, Do you think there's taxis on this planet? And Buffy's like, fine, I'll go get one. <laughs> He speaks perfect English and knows full well. He's not like first season Data. No, this is this is not Drax. He's like, no, I, I get it. Yeah. I understand. Fucking first season Data. I built the most advanced cybernetic droid in the world. He doesn't know what jokes are. He, he cannot use contractions. <laughs> contractions are hard. You're going to have to wait for Data 2.0. <laughs> the evil one. The evil one. You can tell when it's lore, because he's like, you're in trouble now. And you're like, oh, shit, it's lore. I used a contraction. Oh, shit. You fucked up. <laughs> all right, so e any e bees, um, but yeah, Moses like, all right, let's all go to the the Falcon, but I would never presume to go on the same like transport as you. So you, master, go thy way, and thy servant shall go. Th- their own, and thus we shall meet betwixt. Wherefore, thereupon, there shalt out be. And he's and, like, all right, my dude. Okay, whatever. did you just say you're going to meet us at the spaceport, or what was that? Yes, that's what that, I just said. Exactly what I said. And, and Lando's like, well, maybe you could just say that instead. <laughs> <laughs> Mooted <it> be. <laughs> It's funny, because you do speak this language that I am saying, mm-hmm. this version of English. You understand me. You understood when I said why and not wherefore. So, so you know. You can maybe knock it off? I don't know. Nope. And that's my question, is how much of the Toka shit is fake? Ah. That's the thing I genuinely don't remember. Um, but anyway, uh, so yeah, he, he gets a cab. Moe's just disappears right back through that back curtain again. Yeah, and he's like, all right, well, I guess we're going to take the bus to fucking spaceport Space village town yeah and it's 10 kilometers away takes him apparently 10 minutes to get there and when he does there is a fucking mob toka there yeah every toka is there there's just hundreds upon hundreds of these weird old looking gray beard nobody dudes uh just sort of all of them chanting all of them chanting discordantly and shitty and uh they they part like the Red Sea as the cab arrives, and, and Lando's like, great, yeah, they, gonna, they, all right, they, nice. They get out, and they start walking, and it's just like, all right, they will part for you to walk, and then as soon as you go through, they just start filling in behind. Yeah. So there's just this little circle around them, and he's like, I am not okay with this. I do not like <laughs> a single part of this. The stuff that is happening right now, not good. These people are the worst. Like, do you think he'd just be like, Mose, tell all your weird friends to go, and it would work, or No. <laughs> <laughs> Thing is, he doesn't even see Moses until he gets to the very front of it. And there Moses is having somehow, gathered, yeah. gathered an entire giant squad of like hundreds of these dudes and led them on a chant before he got here in an actual vehicle. Yes, somehow Moses is faster than the car and also managed to organize a party. I mean, my assumption is that the Toka are actually just look... Fucked up and are actual super physical badasses, which is why he was able to beat the shit out of Lando, even though he if, was super old. If that was the case, he would have actually beaten the shit out of Lando and ran away with the key and we'd be done. I think they're Although, genuinely pretty old. He's actually super old of the Toka. That's fair. My guess. It, and the- it's like you know old captain america fighting versus mm-hmm. young captain america no i get that i'm I'm there with you but my guess is different my guess is that the toka still do have some access to shrew stuff and this place just has underground tunnels like fucking disneyland like he just went underground it was like i'll just take this conveyor belt there faster than they'd ever get there i've got a weird people mover he does and then once he got down in there there's just thousands of toka that live in there and he was like all right come with me everybody See, that's my guess. Underground toka tunnels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying that they're all super soldiers. That's fair. We have two different guesses. Working in the life crystals has made them weirdly warped, but also super powerful. Yeah, kind of like Fear. Uh, and you know what? That's too obscure of a reference. Never mind. Sure. Um, It's just like Cape Fear. <laughs> it's exactly like Cape Fear. In no way dissimilar from the Simpsons episode called Cape Fear. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The best Simpsons episode there ever was. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fight me if you think that's different. <laughs> Please fight me. <laughs> Please, I need to be beaten up. It will validate my beliefs that that's the best Simpsons episode further. That's all it takes. <laughs> it's got the rake joke. <laughs> classic. It is. It's a classic. All right. But before we go off on yet another series of tangents, uh, he gets a qu- quick conversation with Mose, who basically... It verifies that, yeah, we're all chanting because of this and that. uh you're gonna come with us now we're gonna we're gonna proceed along the the pathway to the next thing. Lando mostly is just like, I'm not sleeping in a hotel again. I do not want to get beaten up by more cops. I am sleeping in my fully armed spaceship from now on. I'm gonna sleep in a place mm-hmm. that is armored and has locks on it mm-hmm. that I control, yes. <laughs> So he just wants to get some fucking sleep in his house that is a spaceship. Oh, yeah. But he's just like, all right, Moe's, can you just (laughs) fucking shut these dudes up? He's like, God damn it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Send them (laughs) on their way. Yeah. But just as he does that, oh, geez, this clown circus will not end because here come 30 cop trucks. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, god damn it. Why are there a shit ton of cops at my goddamn V at my Millennium Falcon? What is happening? He goes up to one and he's like, please. Please, my dude, do not fuck with me. I will pay you the two credit fine or whatever it is. Please leave. Please do not do whatever you're doing. And it turns out that this is the dude who beat him up last night. Oh, we don't even know that yet. Because yeah. he's just like, oh, uh, we're just here to load up the fucking crystals that you're getting. He's They're like, extremely valuable so they need cop escorts. Yeah, because you're getting an entire fucking cargo ship full of them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're here to make sure nobody tries to steal that. And he's like... Wait a minute, what the fuck? Helpful cops? Bullshit. That's never true. Anything that needs a cop escort is bullshit, and I don't want it. Get the fuck out of here. And it's this, around this point that he recognizes the voice of the guy, and he's like, wait a minute. No, he doesn't. You know, does the dude just tell him? No, Vuffy tells him later. Oh, I thought he... No, no, he realizes it because the two of them have a conversation before Buffy. What Buffy points out to him is a third thing about this guy. <laughs> Oh, let me let me let's just go my way, because here's here's the thing, because here's the thing and how you're wrong. (laughs) Okay, no, please, please tell me how I'm wrong here. I'll Mm. look it up. I'll Mm -hmm, look up mm -hmm. the passage that tells it. Uh And you can keep talking and telling people you're wrong thing. So anyway, Gallagher is uh, (laughs) (laughs) a blue felt Muppet. No, I thought these two got it from each other. But then later, Buffy tells him, wait, you didn't recognize that guy. That's the dude who pulled the gun on us in the bar, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's different. He knew it was the the same uh, cop who beat him up. He did not know it was also the guy. It was also Jandler. No, you're gonna. I, I feel bad because they're gonna be dead air now, and you're gonna read this. No and be man, wrong. just just go. <laughs> just say your shit. Fine, I'll just say the correct thing, and once you realize, you can get back on board with me. He figures out somehow that this is the cop who beat the shit out of him in the hotel, and makes fun of him for it. He's like, when he when the cop tries to be like, "Hey man, no hard feelings," okay? Lando's like, "Yeah, sure. I'll try to do the same for you sometime." Um, and then that he goes back up on his ship after all the life crystals are loaded and there's a shitload of them. And he's like, wow, I can't believe Roker Gepta actually held to his word on this shit. He gets back up into the ship and after a bunch of other shit happens that we're going to have to go back to now because someone's being a stubborn mule, Vuffy <laughs> uh, uh, Rock comes in and is like, "Like, huh, I saw you put one over on that guy. And Lando's like, what are you talking about? I didn't do that. And he goes, what, you didn't recognize him? That's Jandler. He was the dude who jumped us in the bar. <laughs> and Lando was like, what? I did not put that together. God damn. And, and Buffy's like, I did get that because I did a voice algorithm recognition thing. So yeah. So uh I, I'm amazed that you didn't put that together. But he and and the dude, Jandler, have a full conversation, including an apology, like, hey, I'm sorry I had to beat your ass in that hotel room. I was under orders. I hope you're not too fucked up. I hope you're okay. And Lando's like, Yeah, man, I, I guess I'm all right. You actually did pretty good work in terms of no permanent damage. <laughs> Yeah. So there you go. That's exactly what happened. No different thing happened. And now we have to go back and talk about the other shit that happened. <laughs> uh do do do. I should just be quiet so that the sound removal. Doesn't yeah, work. I don't know. It don't matter. <laughs> Whatever. I can't even find the fucking passage. In That's because it's not in there. That's the best way to find proof of it. <laughs> <laughs> We're still friends, everybody. Don't worry. Now nah, we're not. <laughs> this was it. We never have been, and now we're not working together anymore. I quit this project in stanter. <laughs> never again! <laughs> anyway, the major thing we miss is that... Uh... The, Lando's mostly just amazed that Roker Gepta held up to his end of the bargain and just fucking filled his ship with life crystals. That said, again, it doesn't fucking matter. Without the hyperdrive, he can't leave with them. He basically is serving as a free warehouse for life crystals until they decide to gank him later. I mean, he can, he can leave. At he sub-light. just can't, you know, leave the current little solar system he's in. But again, I keep going, yeah, but he just goes to some fucking planet, finds a guy and is like, I will give you a crate of life crystals to fix this. Right. But that is also relying on the notion that Roker Gepta and Dutsmur don't control, like, the system, actually. And I would not put that past Roker Gepta. That guy's a wizard. <laughs> that guy's a wizard. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, Dutes, I assume, is just... No, Dutes controls this city. Yeah, Dutes he's, is just a local government. He's Mr. Taguda Lusat. But <laughs> Ro- we don't know. Roker's the wild card. We don't know what he controls. He oh, yeah. Controls. The wizard's always a wild card. Yeah. <laughs> Gepta's wild. <laughs> Here in my shitty game. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, what we establish is that they actually do load up all the life crystals. And more than that, once they get on the ship, it turns out that the other job the cops had, beyond just loading the cargo hold with crystals, was to tear out the hyperdrive. And they did not do it nicely. No, they just sort of ripped out all the bits and pieces that you would need. Mm-hmm. And Buffy is straight up like, holy shit, I can't believe they did this. This is, like, brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is he's like genuinely torn up about this. Like, I know we've seen droids feel bad for other inanimate objects and droids in Star Wars before, but this is on a level that we've never seen. Oh, yeah. He's just like this. And I mean, he explains it, but he's like to him. This is basically like, oh, I just saw someone like the discarded, tortured remains of an animal. Yes, exactly. And Lando keeps trying to play it off. He's just, like, yeah, th- yeah, but you're sapient. This is just a fucking machine. Yeah, because the first thing that happens is he's like, look what they did to her. And Lando's like, yeah, we knew they were going to do that. Whatever. Yeah, it's a machine. It's fine. Who he gives a, machine shit? a shit? And Lando's like, a machine. No, Buffy's like, a machine? Sir, I am a machine. Would you be okay if they did this to me? And to his credit, Lando doesn't just go, yeah, as long as they paid me. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Lando's like, well, you're a sapient machine. This thing is like... Pretty smart. W- you know it's got some AI intelligence to it in order to help fly and everything, but it's not like an actual sapient being like you. And you know, Buffy's like, Oh, so if you saw a dog that had been absolutely murdered and discarded by the side of the road, you'd be like, yep, not as sapient as me. Don't care. (laughs) I mean, I, I, I don't know. I feel like if I saw that happen, I'd be like, that sucked. But then I wouldn't like, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm the person who isn't flipping the turtle back over. I mean the Like thing I see is, roadkill all the time. I was gonna say, because the way Buffy puts it is basically like, oh, you don't feel bad when you see roadkill. And I'm like, yes, very momentarily I do. Yeah. Especially if it gets on my car. <laughs> but but anyway You're a bad person. I, I play one on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, but at l- least you know, Lando ends up being like, okay, I get it. I understand. I'm sorry. Like, Calls him his old cybernet. Yeah. Sorry, my old cybernet. I'm trying to work on your level. I didn't realize how serious this was to you. And the thing is, that's fair. This is weird. Like, oh, yeah. We've seen PO get torn apart himself and not care that much about it at this point. Where he's like, he's just like, oh, I'm mad that my legs are off, you stupid Wookiee. But not that mad. I mean, yeah. I know I'll be put back I have together. I am a droid. I don't really care. <laughs> but... Vuffy gets real sad about it. And at least he's like, Hey dude, that's great. The fact that you are willing to hear me and understand and apologize, that is more than I would assume any other given organic would do. And it leads to one of my favorite little moments here. That's going to be the running gag for the episode where he like tries to thank him for his compassion and goes, Hey, I wanted to say thanks Lando. And, La- and Lando's like, sure. Don't call me Lando. Yeah. <laughs> I know I've spent, Every chapter being like, hey, don't call me Captain. All right, Master. Don't call me Master. All right, Lando. Don't call me Lando. <laughs> I don't think they've gone through Captain yet, because I still feel like that's the correct solution. <laughs> that's the obvious one that they just haven't settled on yet. But yeah, uh, don't call me Lando. Anyway, I'm going to go talk to Moe's. So he goes up to the whole, to the uh, front where he has reinstalled the chair he took out so he can stick in what I assume is a permanently standing flight droid hmm. uh, so that Vuffy can sit there. But Mose is still sitting in one of those back seats on the, in the Falcon cockpit, just sort of dimly staring at the ground with his arms out, just sort of like... Because they pretty much just sort of go into a torpor when they're not doing something, these Toka. Yeah. So he's just like, I'm just sitting in the chair, staring off into the middle of distance, just... Bah. Yeah. So Lando's like, well, this is a great chance for me to talk to this dude. So, hi, Mose. How you doing? <sighs> yeah. oh. oh, shit. Ooh. Okay, so... Can you please explain to me what the fuck? Yeah, what were y'all chanting when I arrived here, when you had your giant mob of people? And he's like, oh, that was just the song of the emissary, my dude. Let me sing it for you. No, 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 no. (laughs) Can you just tell me what it was? Well, yes, here comes a long, boring story in a weird language. Ah, dep-dep. I know you speak my language. I know you speak regular ass basic. Please. Please. (laughs) Let's hear some of that. (laughs) So... Moses is about to start telling the story, but he does get a little bit out. Mostly, like, a way-too-convenient chunk of story that's like, yes, they say that a dark-skinned Gamble Man with a spaceship of his very own will arrive in this star system, accompanied by a weird, inhuman starfish robot of pure, gleaming silver, and it is them who shall become the key bearer and the emissary. And Lando, I feel like, goes about halfway in getting it on this one, where he's like, oh... Oh, that's why they wanted me because I'm a dark-skinned gamble man, and a ga- and I have this droid that's and very I, yeah. It's just oh, there was supposed to be a dark-skinned gambler and a inhuman companion in silver. And He's like, okay, I match the description. That's why they pulled me. Yeah, My they, whole- they profiled me. <laughs> I get I, it. I still don't believe it. I still feel like the Toca Legend is like too specific, and I think that they just were like, we need Lando for some reason or Buffy for some reason, so we'll just make up a legend and float it to dudes. <laughs> Plus, here's the other thing. That legend doesn't make a fucking tiny bit of sense when factored in with Moe's trying to steal the key. If the whole legend is like, this dude shows up and he's the most important dude ever and will lead us to the treasure, unless you can get the key away from him in case, totally do that, bro. Well, I mean, at that point, you'd have to assume that he's making that legend up right now. That's what I think. That's my current thought, yes. Okay, so why would he make that legend up right now and why would they think lando's a dummy because at no point has lando been like hey why did you try to lift the key (laughs) like that'd be my number one question for this dude like hey i just saw you get there before me with a whole army of people singing terribly because they think i'm some kind of god or something why did you try to steal my key i would like that bit of backstory i mean my assumption is so that i could be the super important savior of my people i guess except that if he showed up and he was like hey everybody i have the key but I'm kind of light-skinned and I forgot to bring a cool robot. I like He'd just get yelled at. They'd, they'd be like, uh, go put the key back in the mayor's office until a black guy shows up. You know the rules. See, I am of the impression that he would go, yeah, but I'm the one. It's me. Twist the <laughs> legends around. Like Anyone who has studied any amount of religion is like, no, here's how you can twist the legend so it's me. He it says that the legend is so absurdly specific. That, you know, the moment he tries to... Like, that's the only thing they have to this legend, is this weird specificity. <laughs> His name shall contain Ondal, perhaps rearranged, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, he's just like, yeah, all right, so I guess... All right, keep, start <sighs> telling me the whole story. And then, because I guess it's too early in the book for the whole story, Buffy Raw walks in. Oh, yeah, Buffy's just like, hey, my dude. And he's like... Hey, you uh, you should clean up the ship to whatever code you want it to be at. Yeah, and whatever Buffy, doesn't make you uncomfortable. And Buffy's like it's good enough. It's fine, I guess, you know, whatever. <laughs> I, I still feel like your ship got totally mutilated. Yeah. And to me, I feel like that's a really interesting bit of foreshadowing that there's something weird about Buffy raw. There is very much something weird about Buffy raw. Yeah. In his sensibilities alone. Not, I mean, even discounting the fact that he is a tentacle starfish. No, I I get that part. I mean, you can build droids wherever you want. And he he tells us right away the truth, which is I was built to look like what my people look like. Like, that's cool. That just means that there's a race of tentacled starfish guys somewhere out there. That's not that weird. We've met sentient piles of kelp before. Yeah, but we have not met, like, piles of kelp droids. (laughs) Every that, droid that we is see true. is yeah. basically a bipedal dude I mean, or a trash can. That's not... I mean, yeah, they're all bipedal dudes, but that, that it's not 100% true because we have met Forlom who looks like a Zuckus. Yeah. Like Zuckus is a, what, a Gand? And is bipedal. Yeah, but so is Zuckus. But he has a Zuckus head, so they were like, well, let's make a, let's make a 3PO with, Zuck, with, with a Gand head so that, I don't know, he can yes, talk to Gands better. But I'm saying, all the droids are bipedal. Mm-hmm. The fact that this is a starfish tentacle monster is weird because... Everyone else is like, even if you're a shambling pile of fucking kelp, mm-hmm. there isn't a shambling pile droid. Like <laughs> we just haven't met one yet. The kelp guys are like, yeah, I still get this bipedal dude. I mean the Zeph Lifel that we met were just there to try and see if Waru could heal their sick kid. It wasn't they, why would they bring a droid? They were they were gonna go talk to the the big golden shield pile. <laughs> like they didn't need to they didn't need to bring their family shamble droid, which they definitely have. There's also a quivering heat breba sham droid, I bet. <laughs> oh man, I would love if there was like what do you got? Oh, we got about 12 Brebyshem droids. They're all in a heap over there, <laughs> quivering. <laughs> oh, hello, Master. Oh, hello, Master. Hello, hello, hello. 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 Beep, boop, boop, boop. I'm an astro boop. <laughs> yeah, I don't see any problem with that. I could see like a hut droid, but there isn't. That's the thing, is you could imagine it, but you never see it. It's weird, right? This is just one more argument that you and I should be writing Star Wars novels not any of these clowns. Well, no, it's an argument of why the stuff before we got the whole, here's the only way you could write Star Wars, Mm -hmm. is cool, because it was like the idea of, Yeah, there's some random fucking starfish tentacle race out there, and they made a starfish tentacle droid because obviously you would make a droid that looks like you Mm -hmm. so that it could do the things that you do. I feel the same way about the droid cartoon where they meet that that great heap, the leader of the Abominor, and it basically looks like if a dump truck was a droid. And and you're just like, oh, that's a neat idea. Why wouldn't you build that? Yeah, but when you get into actual fucking like droid shit from later books, and it's like, what's this? Oh, it's the droid that eats buildings and shits different buildings. It just looks like a big dude eating buildings. (laughs) And you're like, why? Why? It would be easier not to... I mean, granted... It has a maw. Why did you do that? I mean, the only reason it has a maw is because it has an input. That's all. It's a machine that inhales other things and spits them out the back end. I don't think it has, like, a fully articulated butt on the other side that poops buildings. Oh, it does. Okay, fine. It definitely has that. Oh, it shits buildings. It definitely shits buildings and craps thunder. But, uh... (laughs) But uh, I don't think that thing is as humanoid as we think. I think the city droid is like a big tread monster. Oh. I just don't... I can't say for sure. Also, we have BB-8. That's a whole thing. BB-8. Be BB-8 isn't built in the, the uh, style of a little ball no, species. I'm, say- <laughs> I'm saying... He's an astromech, though. Yeah, we get trash cans and bipedals. Yeah, that is and true. And he fits into the trash can just like the mouse droid. That is, I can think of several exceptions, but that said, I don't think it's super important. For example, in New Hope, when they're going to buy... <laughs> R two D two from the uh, from the Jawas. There are two other droids you get to see. One of them is R five D four, who's just another trash, uh, can. trash can. But the other one is this fucking rolling platform with a central tower that's just got random armatures coming out of it at spirally angles, huh? and it just looks. It looks like it was built to hang clothes off of, and it would just roll and up. Indeed and indeed, yeah, it was. Like it's, it'll just roll up to you and be like, "Very good, sir. I have your spun coat. your short, your shorts." <laughs> spin my shorts <laughs> says star wars bart yeah so maybe that thing was built in the ar- in the uh, exact style of a species that was a flat board with treads for legs and one huge central cock that went up the middle with a bunch of spiraling armatures to hang clothes from of course yeah that's just just a star wars monster just a star wars one huge central cock that's what star wars is <laughs> one big central cock <laughs> a star wars story <laughs> But I just love that he's like, All right, well I'm I master, I am all the way prepared to tell you the whole and complete story of the Sharu and your role in it and what that key does and where you have to go and Oh, it's Buffy Ra. And hey Bu- dude. And Buffy Ra's like, sorry to interrupt your conversation. Please do continue. Oh no, that wouldn't be proper. You've interrupted it. <laughs> I couldn't possibly We'll save that for a different chapter. You know what? Now that you're here, it's time to go to sleep. <laughs> I don't want to know details. I'm sleepy. Pass. I sure hope Mose doesn't change his mind or try and escape or something overnight. He's All we know about him so far is that he's weird and cagey. Yeah. The only experience we have with Mose is he is a weirdo and has attempted at least once to run away with the thing we have. <laughs> anyway, let's just put him here and go to bed before he tells me the story he was vo- about to voluntarily tell me. Look, I just ran out of energy for the day and I got to wait four hours to get more. So I mean, part of me likes the idea that Lando just heard that bit about how like a dark skinned guy who's good at gambling and has his own ship that he doesn't like is going to show up and was like, oh, OK, this guy only says bullshit. I don't need to hear his whole fucking story. <laughs> oh, OK. What else would you like to tell me? Legend says that he will come in on a Millennium Falcon. Uh, is, that, is that what we're doing now? Ah, uh, Master, legend speaks of a Diet Coke you'll offer me. <laughs> Legend speaks that you will get me a Jumbo Jack. No tomatoes. The legend hates tomatoes. (laughs) Uh, Lando's like, all right. All right, well. Where's the nearest Jack in the Box? There are no Jack of Boxes in the Ozeon system, master. Goddamn. All we have is Whataburgers. No! Why? Whataburger! (laughs) Whataburger! But that's, I I don't remember, I think that just ends the chapter. Oh yeah, yeah, it basically just comes to an end when Vuffy's like, hey dude. uh, I'm ready to fly your ship, I guess. let's, Let's fuck around and then find out. And he's like, nah, it's sleep's time. Yeah, although I still feel like, okay, you've got a pilot droid now, hooray, good for you. Go up into space and sleep there. You know? Yeah. Just go into orbit and sleep in orbit. Like, less people are going to be able to come out. You won't get, like, thug cops beating you up. Moe's won't run away. You'll yeah, but be in Mose, space. Yeah, does try to run away, he'll kill everyone. That is true. But my, I, I do love that this is the Falcon before the Solo movie, so it doesn't have that front thing, that, that escape pod or whatever. That, that they, front butt. Yeah. They, they, so this is old Falcon, so there's no escape pod. And if Moe tries to leave, he just has to go out the airlock like anyone else. So go fly and park in space. Yeah. But no, but no, instead, he's just like, hey, man. And Buffy's like, so what were you uh, doing? He's like, oh, this guy was just telling me the legend of the hidden temple. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, okay. can I can I hear it? Nah. Oh, yeah, sure. I'll be happy to tell you it. Verily, the key bearer and his emissary shall give me a hand job, whichever is better at it. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, the legend speaketh of hand stuff. (laughs) but it should probably come from the key bear, for I see no hands upon the emissary. And Buffy's like, I can do it. I'm really good at that shit. You don't I, know. Yeah. I, I, as far as I can tell, my species crafted me for hand jobs. As far as I know, <laughs> which is to say, not at all. They didn't craft me for mouth stuff. I feel like that's very apparent. <laughs> uh, But yeah, he's just like, all right, well, whatever. You interrupted. I'm going to go in the back and get some sleep. You polish your armor. We're out. And that's it. Great. Ah, short episode. Sorry, everybody. Not that much happened. and We still had to have time to fit in a whole argument about whether or not a thing happened. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, I guess we'll go make bonus content. I guess we will. Now, here's the thing about bonus content. Yeah, I would love to hear the thing about bonus content. You can get bonus content if, and only if, mm, you, you go to patreon.com oh, okay. slash system mastery at that middle $2 level, unlocks all of our Expounded Universe bonus content, the expanded Expounded Universe. Mm -hmm. And also the bonus content for System Mastery. That's right. All that, a ton of backlog shit that is all there on Patreon waiting for you. Mm -hmm. And of course, I suggest you kick it up to the $5 level where you get the Afterthought and the TV Mastery. TV Mastery, great absolute good shit we've gone through some weird series and a couple weird concept seasons which we are in the middle of Mm -hmm. and uh it also gives you the afterthought monthly where you can ask us questions that we answer get you access to the secret rooms in the discord it's true the five dollar level is the best level it comes with the most highest percentage of extra bonus crystals that you can use to purchase cosmetic armor to put on the two of us yeah Mm -hmm. and if you want seals to open up deeper dungeons at the five dollar level you get 10 free a month Mm -hmm. and that's without ever paying a dime extra now we are going to of course supply any patreon or patreon member at any level with a basic riding horse but if you join us at the five dollar level you get a crystalline pegasus that's right Mm -hmm. and of course there are bundles of 10 Fifty, a hundred, or one thousand the best deal of mm-hmm, crystals that-, that you can get to unlock all sorts of cosmetic deals for your character in our Discord. You will look the coolest and be boosted the fastest to level up quickly in the universe of system mastery by joining us at the five dollar level. <laughs> Man. Yeah? If we had microtransactions, I would have to punch myself in the dick. We can have one. You one know, microtransaction. one as a treat. <laughs> You can get, let's just put that on the Patreon, just bag of crystals. What does that do? You get a bag of crystals. You get a picture of a bag of crystals. You can use it to uh, enhance your content. I don't know. It's like an NFT, except we don't use the blockchain and we don't care. If you click it, when you're listening to the the, uh, podcast, you get a sparkly sound effect that plays over our voices. All right. Well, anyway, that's, uh, that's all been great, but yeah, please do support us at, at all those levels to unlock all kinds of amazing content. Uh, We are currently starting the process of migrating to both monthly on the Patreon and also trying to enhance our overall uh, kind of front-end user experience. Get our shit together. I know. It's been 10 years, but ultimately we built this, we built everything all wrong Look, in the we beginning. We built this city on absolute shit. Well, we built it on the lack of knowledge about how you're supposed to podcast. We weren't, like, just invited to the Max Fun Network because related, we're related to a McElroy's doctor or some shit. Yeah, we didn't We have, had to do this hard way. Yeah, we didn't have some professional set our shit up while we just went, oh, so I just walk into a room and talk into a mic and then someone else takes care of everything? Yeah. Great. Yeah. So we did it all wrong in the beginning. We want the RSS feeds to not cap at 150 per uh, per different show. And we also want to know any metric beyond that some people kind of like some us. Some people listen to us. So uh, we're working on that right now. We're about to start a, a major overhaul of System Mastery, Expounded Universe, and Movie Mastery. So stay tuned. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you over on the Patreon for that Expanded Expounded Universe. I've been Elan Begano, And I, I was definitely right. No, no, no. Yeah. No, it no, certainly weren't. We're both Elan Sleeze Bigano. <laughs> we are both Elan Sleeze Bigano, and we were both right. <laughs> Good night.